you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Welcome to Rich Place Radio. I'm here with uh, two people who have been on the show before, but I think in a very different context. Uh, the band we're talking about was last on the show in, in 2021, but um, one of the people here on the call was on the show probably boy back to like 2016 or 15 or something. So I think we need to get some context as to who I'm talking to here and what we're talking about. So if the two of you want to introduce yourselves and give a bit of background about why we're here today and what we're talking about, that would be a great way to start. I'll, I'll hit it. Uh, I'm Nick Luchak. I'm the, the uh, drummer and uh, uh, guru of Zrada, uh, um, which is uh, the uh, primary uh, Ukrainian folk rock uh, band in based in Winnipeg, uh, making weirdo uh, music based on uh, somewhat traditional Slavic Eastern European uh, traditions in our own twisted way. And uh, so, for for context, we recently restructured the band entirely. So we lost two members about a year ago, just over a year ago, uh, uh, who started their own side project, a very crazy uh, 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 death metal, I guess they'd call it. Uh, it's called Forms, if you want to look them up. Cool. Uh, it's pretty techni- technical death metal, I think. Um, and... Uh, so we were kind of like left not sure what we should do uh we had this this unrecorded material that we had worked with them on uh and then kind of like had discussions with them and the band and kind of post them to come back and help us record these tracks and put this ep together and then in the midst of doing all of this we kind of started piecing the band together with with uh some new members dan which is one of them that we're very, very blessed to have uh, playing with us. It's been really awesome. Uh, so it's kind of interesting, like with this project, with the old ways, the CP that we just put out, um, we, it's kind of like this, it's called the old ways because it's kind of putting the cap on this, this era of the band and the way that it sounded in this kind of heavier, froggier kind of thing. And then, uh, while we were recording that, piecing together this new piece, we're now a seven-piece band, um, and like working on the old material with it, but also starting to jam on new stuff and cool. see which way it goes. So it's been a very cool experience. So yeah, we're kind of here uh, talking about the old ways and the new ways, and and yeah, Dan, if you wanna 
Well, yeah, and Dan, as I alluded yeah. to earlier, I mean, there, you know, you've been on the show before, but it's, it was almost a decade ago, I think, now. So um, maybe reintroduce yourself and then what your role is in this reconfigured version of this band. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's great to be back on. Uh, I love following uh, all of the, the little, the nitty-gritty that uh, that you get into, Sam, with, oh, with the scene here. It's, it's so sweet. And um, yeah, it's been, I think it's almost been a decade. It's like 2015. Something like say. that, yeah. It's been a while. Or 20, 2016 was like, I think maybe the second time I was on, which is ridiculous. Uh, it is. That, you know, what time doth fly and uh, the shred keeps shredding, you know? <laughs> um, so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm stepping in as one of the uh, new additions to Zerada. Um, and that he approached me, uh, I guess, like six months ago or something along those lines, maybe not quite so long ago, uh, with the idea that there was going to be like a, a new iteration of, uh, of this project. And, um, knowing that there was going to be a booking for Festival de Voyageur coming up and uh, wanted to flesh out that lineup. And uh, I I mean, this has been like one, one of my favorite Winnipeg bands for as long as I can remember. Uh, there's been like, I think two, two or three shows that I've seen, a couple of them were at the times changed specifically where the absolute blew like the lid off the place. Uh, and I just didn't know that this kind of righteous combination of like you know ethno folk rock with just like a little peppering of prog existed yeah. in the world and let alone like right in the same city uh so it was just like and yeah, yeah it's i don't know weirdly like a dream come true to to get a chance to shred with these lads because i've set um i've kind of like set down my heavier axes in uh in exchange for like a banjo and a mandolin i've been making like folk music yeah. for a living for the last decade or so you know like playing a lot of bluegrass and bluegrass adjacent and uh, old-time music um but before that i toured with a metal band called on the penalties with my brothers and i was a drummer for that band and like i still eat metal for breakfast it's like my go-to concentration music you know yeah. like if i need to relax i put on like the techiest deathiest stuff i could find and it just like brings me to my happy place uh, so this project is like kind of the perfect combination of the two of like, you know, the, the folk aspect where taking like traditional, um, Slavic style melodies and, uh, and rhythms and bridging them with like a, a modern, heavier, edgier sound. It's I, like, I can't imagine a better drug. Yeah. That's awesome. I, well, I, how do you fit in as far as the cultural side of things? Because I mean, I know, like, like you said, you're, you're sort of known in, in Winnipeg and beyond as, as a folk musician. I mean mandolin uh, banjo all these instruments that are not necessarily uh, something that you think about when you think of heavier music but i mean this is a band that is very much focused on on traditional like reworking traditional slavic music right do you have any kind of yeah. um, uh, family background with that stuff or are you sort of now getting like a quick um quick primer on on, on what what the stories are what the what the background is <laughs> and all that uh amazing question honestly um uh, just a little tidbit on my background. Like, I'm from a town called St. Louis du Lac. It's out uh, by Dauphin area. And Dauphin is, uh, as some of your listeners might know, his um, location is right nearby Attila, Ukraine, which is, uh, and there's a Ukrainian festival that happens there. Right, right. Uh, every year. It's like one of the largest, like, outside of Ukraine itself. And it is an absolute banger of a party. And uh, a lot of Western Manitoba was uh, settled by waves of like French and Ukrainian immigrants. And so every second town in the part of Manitoba where I grew up, it's like two adjacent, it's like literally one after another, it's like French, Ukrainian, French, Ukrainian. 
the entire way out there, you know. So like they're all in of the uh, you know Catholic bent, right? Some right. are more Orthodox than others. So, uh, but every little town has either like you know just like a traditional church or the onion top, and you always know driving into town what's where you're getting into. Either it's going to be meat pie or it's going to be uh, pierogies, you know. Right, right. So, so you you had experience, you experienced it all like a, as a neighbor basically to it. Totally. So it's entirely peripheral, uh, ultimately. So I have a, a lot of pals that are steeped in the tradition. And uh, like uh, every time there was the festival, I'd always go and check out the the dancing and the traditional music. But I never played any of it because it wasn't really my bag at yeah. the time. But now, like as an adult, having dealt through like series of like, you know, Irish folk music and a lot of English stuff and going back to like my own cultural roots of like, uh, you know, fiddle music from uh, from the prairies. Yeah. Uh, delving into this kind of stuff. It is a bit of like a... It, it, it's a, it's a quick it, kind of just like drinking a, like a power juice from a blender, you know, like having all of these amazing melodies that are in modes that I'm not necessarily used to. Also, but like me and the other the other lads, like the other new uh, newcomers, are all francophones. Okay. Also, I'm like you know we've got our own tradition um, of of you know fiddle music, and we access like a certain. Uh, um, how would you say like a, a bag of tricks, you know, like certain number of scales and chords. Sure. Yeah, my fingers yeah. are used to playing, but all of, like this live stuff has got these just absolutely jagged melodies that are just so foreign to my fingers and to my ears. That so righteous. So it's really, it's really uh, stretching my brain and my abilities. It's like the, the, the thing that I'm just so, so excited to play and having the, the fact that this group has existed for so long and they're such consummate professional musicians. Yeah. I just I, the the initial iteration of it is already so tight. So like having such a like steady platform to learn on is kind of like makes a, a challenging task. What joyful?
it's kind of cool to hear to, to hear that that there's this like francophone infusion into this band because I'm, I'm curious how that's going to play out sort of you know in the future when you start recording more with this lineup and, and seeing how that's going to seep in because I, I think you, it will no matter what right I mean it's going to because you're all there <laughs> it's going to weasel its way into the uh, well, Ukrainian thing you will see a very deliberate uh, match of those things if you come to the show uh, at festival on Friday because <clears throat> we're doing a show uh, with Flora Luna we're doing a song with Flora Luna guesting uh, that's going to be half in Ukrainian half in, in French which is kind of wild for us to do anything outside of fully Ukrainian tracks yeah uh, so that's kind of like the perfect opportunity to do something like this and with the new members in our band it just all makes sense um, but to your point like Dan is so interesting that like you know it's it's more it's indicative of like the Manitoba experience or this like rural like you know folk cultural thing like it, it having this French culture stuff uh, involved you know maybe it'll seep into the music itself too yeah uh, we'll see it's interesting because like the MO of the band obviously started as this, this Ukrainian thing but we're always open to collaboration like seeing where things go and you know we're doing a song that has French in it so cool yeah, we'll record it in the future, but we'll be playing it live Friday, yeah. Well, I was going to, uh, I mean, one of the things I was thinking about before we even sat down to do this is is the last time you were on the show, and I do want to talk about the new EP and we're going to get to it, but uh, the last time you were on the show uh, talking about this band, it was 2021. And obviously things surrounding Ukraine and being Ukrainian have changed drastically in the time since then. Has that had an impact? I mean, I know it's a whole situation that's not, we're not able to get into in the context of this podcast, but what's going on in Ukraine and, and the impact it's had on the, the you know, diaspora of Ukrainians and, and, and that kind of thing. Has that impacted the music that you guys have been playing and writing and, and sort of the attitude towards performing this more traditional stuff? Certainly it has, I would say, in terms of, well, first and foremost, I would say that like it, it's solidified in the concept of digging our heels in more and like wanting to protect the culture. And, sure. Um, you know, when the war started, I can't remember... Yeah, after the war started, we even discussed as a band, like, what we should be doing, you know, everyone was at different places in terms of how they were feeling about everything and having their energy sucked out of them and, and where their families were. Um, and so there was just a lot of discussion around, yeah, how, how how we should act, what we should do. So we ended up putting a benefit concert together at the Park Theater um, and just kind of saying, like, we have to show our support like, yeah. you know we, we are this monolithic thing you know whether people know about us or not like we stand for this thing in the city and we should make a statement and do something about it um whether our music our music itself isn't really political it's hard for me to speak to it as the politician writes most of the lyrics right but some of it comes out of the aggression in the songs and certainly those first couple shows we were playing getting back into things like there's a lot more emotion that came out while we were playing and it certainly is at times like you know it's not over it's still going on it's a travesty um but the music itself isn't political in its content but in its context yeah it is and in the way that we yeah i want to just keep promoting the culture and showing people what it is to be ukrainian so yeah Yes and no. <laughs> sure, and, and, and I know it's a bigger question than than, than we have time for here in, in in terms of what we're talking about, but have you had, um, I mean, I know there's been a pretty large influx of Ukrainians direct from Ukraine coming here to Manitoba. Have you found 
you know, new newcomers checking out your band or discovering it by accident or uh, stumbling upon this weird sort of Ukrainian thing that's happening in Winnipeg that, that is maybe, I'm assuming is quite different from what they're hearing locally? Honestly, it's it's hard to say right now because we haven't really played sure. live. Sure. You know? We haven't been playing, so we haven't really been seeing who's been coming out. So it's hard to say who's even hearing us or, or dropping that. Um, I certainly hope that we're able to reach the audience of new immigrants because I think they'd have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be really cool to make that crossover. Uh, we don't know yet. You know, we'll see if there's a turnout on Friday, maybe. And um, yeah, I don't know. It, like, it's certainly um, an aspect of, of an audience we want to reach out to. Yeah. And, and uh, connect with a bit more. And certainly we have more listeners uh, across the pond since the the war has started just looking at our spotify information and stuff like there you know we get to put on some certain playlists and there's pockets of, of spots in europe that are listening to us more often so it's kind of cool to see that yeah that is yeah. cool one of the things that you mentioned earlier was about the um you know members of the band leaving to form this technical death metal thing and and now obviously there's always been heaviness in what you guys do as a band but on this this new EP, I think it was the last song. It's very very heavy, and it's just kind of like I think that was my favorite song on there. And it, it's really kind of um, I mean, a lot of them sort of have heavy parts, but then it goes more traditionally folky and stuff. But this was just kind of like boom 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 heavy, um, in your face sort of sort of vibe. Uh, is that something that came from having those members in the band, or is that a direction that you guys are moving more towards with the current iteration? Certainly, I think that's that exactly what you're saying. It's it's indicative of those those guys okay. in the band previously, especially um, that main riff, like that punk riff that drives the song. That's written by Adam, our old guitar player. So that he brought that to the table, and he's you know uh, one of the main songwriters for that track. So yeah, certainly the vibe of that thing kind of like helped drive. They brought the the vibe of that that like nasty punk riff, which is great, and then you know collaboratively turn into this like made any thing halfway through so <laughs> yeah it is kind of more part of the 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 cap the piece just like saying that this is what we had sounded like as a band up until this point but we're certainly going to continue playing those songs and working on things that are heavy and not heavy so it's hard to say like we've been jamming all sorts of weird shit uh while practicing once in a while, so who knows? Is there a gas leak in here?
Yeah. You're weird shit in what way? Yeah, Dan, what, what, what do you want to hear you have to say about this <laughs> as a newcomer I, I, to the band? I, I, totally. So I don't really have as much context for like what is weird or what is not as far as like, <laughs> you know, what's been done in the past. Like, uh, you know, I've, I've listened to the recordings and I've seen the, sh- the live show, but like the, the, the few times where we sort of like delve off the track once we've like, you know, rehearsed what needed to be rehearsed and made sure that all the parts were in place. Jams would like would naturally spontaneously combust almost. Okay. Like Nick came up with this, like he just started throwing down this like super jagged, uh, like Dilla style stutter beat. Uh, and just because I had been playing like Locrian mode this whole time, I like threw down the what like my interpretation of like what a Slavic riff would sound like. But because the the beat was like a stutter beat, then it it just like came out sounding like I don't know. It just had this weird swagger to it, you know. It was like more, it it had like a it, it had like a hip hop lean to it, pretty hard, you know. But then when you know like um, Mikas came in with the with the violin having that traditional instrument on top all all this just gave it like a separate bizarre flavor okay so i guess freaky freak like frankenstein-y it's like hard to say because every time that like a spontaneous jam kicks out it's like i don't know it's weird like nothing i've ever really heard before <laughs> it just feels like like raw creation you know like with like a primordial soup of music well maybe <laughs> weird. Um, like- i love it well, I should ask earlier is what is the instrumentation like right now? Like, I mean, you know, I know you've changed the lineup a little bit. What do you have as far as um, what people are playing in the band? Uh, well, still violin, accordion, drums, uh, and he's playing trumpet and some guitar. Okay. But he's playing less guitar now uh, because we have Joel uh, playing lead guitar. What's, what's Joel's last, last name? Rivar. Rivar, sorry. Uh, and Marco Freynet on bass. Um, and then Dan is kind of switching between keys and guitars. So oh, cool. Okay. Still, like, the, you know, the main kind of ethnic instruments that we're using are the, the violin, accordion, trumpet, some horn stuff. And then, yeah, adding adding keys to the mix has been really interesting because uh, in practice, like, Dan's adding all this equal palette to the songs we've never had before, really running through everything. Like, and he's switched to keys for a few things here and there, but never consistently. So, like, we're playing our old songs and they're sounding a little bit different. We're adding different dynamics to them already. So it's it's interesting to see where the music is going already, having a new palette to play with in that way. Well, as far as, far as keys are concerned, I mean, when you say keys, I'm trying to picture what that sounds like within the context of what I've heard of your band before. I mean, is this like organ or are we talking piano or, or both? Or like what sort of, I mean, maybe Dan, you can answer that, but what sort of sounds are you uh, adding to this and, and how does it sort of uh, contribute to the overall vibe? Uh, yeah, initially it kind of just like came in with some organ stuff because like uh, there were a few tracks where we were running right at the top that like had like kind of a ska feel, you know, like in the sense of, it was like everything that a polka is, but like, you know, with guitars and offbeats, sure. it was like, oh, this like, it's kind of got some goth and reggae to it. So like a bit more of like a, you know, like a, a, the, the early run B3 type of organ, but like squishy with a little bit of, a uh, little bit of Leslie to sort of thicken it up a little bit. Um, and then some of the heavier stuff, uh, it's been like full on like synth lead lines, oh, like cool. jagged, jagged sawtooth, like screaming 
leads with delay uh when it's my time to take a take a break for it uh so yeah i don't know it's, it's got um uh you know a little bit of deep purple and uh, uh maybe a little bit of uh little bit of yes i'd say it's like kind of the influences uh, i'm trying to draw from you, you know start making it well like a wizard outfit like the dude from yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'd be amazing yeah wakeman yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely uh, i got a, i got some sequin pieces i can pull out i believe it i believe it. <laughs> um, yeah just like basically trying to be the glue ultimately you sure know? just like keep the keeping yeah. things thick and uh and and juicy because like the guitars will go off on their own uh routes and a lot of it can be like percussive and in a higher register the one guitars will go higher end that i tend to like sort of meet be the meat in the middle you know yeah. make sure the sandwich is uh, is a proper reuben <laughs> and not just like a bolognian wonder bread i like the i like the analogies yeah. here it's been it's been pretty good the whole way through with the analogies
how does this? Like, I guess how does this affect this? This this sound. I mean, I think we talked about this last time. Is that your 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 band is so nebulous anyway in terms of what kind of music you play? Because there's the punk stuff. Because there's the the prog stuff. There's the there's obviously the traditional folk Slavic stuff. Is there? I mean, do you think that you have an audience that is sort of open to hearing maybe some crazy synth lines uh, in the middle of a song? Like, is it uh, is the crowd that listens to Zrada like primed for? weirdness like is, is that do you think that comes with sort of uh being in a band that's diverse i should i should hope so i don't know i guess we'll find out like i think that really as long as people can kind of move to it you know as long as if we're responding to it it's usually you see a response from it in an audience like right even when we put weird songs together and we play them live there's always like you'll see people in the audience like what the fuck like this is weird but into then people start getting into it and so i think as long as we have you know in, in a live show context like we have bangers that are tried and true we know we can pull them out and people dance no yeah what we can as we're working on new material we'll see what works and what doesn't but i think people will be responsive to it just because it's kind of the way it's always gone and um yeah yeah i don't know i mean it'll be a new creative era and in any case like like you said we'll have Possibly some hip hop influences. Might start using some drum machines. Oh, cool. Start using some samples. Um, there's been a lot of talk of just all the kinds of directions that we've been wanting to go in. So um, I think it'll be like a new creative awakening for the band, and I'm really excited to see what we started coming up with with all these new members and the new palette that we have to play with. Yeah, that's awesome. Was there always uh, was the plan always to go ahead as the same band? I mean, even when people left, or was there ever a consideration of like? starting something new or did you the, did the, you know the the older members the the more sort of um long-term members uh did you guys just feel like no we have to keep this going and just you know add to it kind of yeah like yeah in the wake of losing two members the four of us remaining had a lot of chat about it and certainly came up the idea of whether we just give up entirely right and start something different or we never really went that far down the path of talking about a new project and what that would turn into. I think Zada as it as it stands is pretty malleable. And even while those other guys were still in the band, we always talked about the different directions we could pull the band in. And so in a way it just like kind of creates a new opportunity to to go in one of those directions. You know, it takes away not that they were not that the previous members are holding us back, but it's just like everyone has their own style and their yeah, of course. and what they want to sound like and so you know things are going to change no matter what so i think we're just all excited to see what happens yeah cool and uh, you know we, you've mentioned the, the festival show uh, a few times when this happened when most people hear this that will have already happened what do you have um do you have anything else coming up are there plans to do more shows sort of jumping off of this one because this sounds like this is the first one in a while that the festival show yeah this is our first one coming back uh we will be playing times changed in April, Dan, do you know the date on that one? I uh, gotta pull it up in my calendar right well, now. Well, you know what? That maybe I can connect that to another question, which is how do people find out more about what you're doing? Where where should someone go if they're hearing about you for the first time here or they're reminded of you and they want to know sort of where to find out about upcoming shows and things like that? What's the best option there? Probably right now, the best option is to follow us on Instagram at Zerada Music on Instagram. That's probably our most active platform at the moment. Um, we have a website that I don't know if it's been updated in a while. We okay. should probably update it, which is uh, the music.com. Um, 
And then our Facebook kind of, but Instagram is <laughs> most active for sure. Uh, if you want to. April 26th. April 26th. The times change? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be really the first like feature. I mean, Friday will be a feature set, but we'll only get 45 minutes. So this time we'll actually get to dig in. Yeah. Work on some of our other songs and do some weirder stuff. And yeah. Awesome. Awesome. 